Hey, how are you today? It's a great day. We are at the Money Money 2020 in Amsterdam. We are direct uh, from the Money Pot, and today I have a very interesting uh, guest. But before this, I would like to introduce myself. My name is Medis Willy, and I work for DBS Bank. Um, I have a podcast named What the Fintech, and the fintech uh, I'm focusing on is really based in, uh, in Asia, so Hong Kong, Singapore, or China. And today we have Wen He from uh, Tencent Pay, Tenpei, right? Uh, hi, how are you today? Hi, Wendy, and uh, the audience, uh, very good afternoon from Amsterdam. This is Wen Hui, and I understand in French, most of my French fr friends call me Wen Hui. Okay, Wen Hui. <laughs> Why is this that? Well, because in French, I think the, the H doesn't pronounce. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. it can be silent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my uh, very uh, special question for everyone joining the podcast is, can you introduce yourself, please, in a couple of words? What have you done before? What what were your background and what are you doing right now? Okay. So maybe I, I start from what I'm doing today. All right. So I'm the deputy managing director on the business development side for Tempe Global, which is actually the cross-border uh, fintech arm under the FIT from Tencent Group. Right. So I'm based in Singapore. Right, and um, but I love Hong Kong as well. As what the Medi just introduced, I think Asian is one of the most active uh, area for fintech. While uh, Singapore, Hong Kong, together with China, play a quite critical role in the whole ecosystem for Asian. And of course, before um, before Tencent and Tempe Global, I used to be the general manager for Southeast Asia from Union Pay. For those who know payment industry well, um, UnionPay is one of the uh, payment schemes, right? one of the one of the few payment schemes in the world. Um, and before that, I was with Amex, and before that, I was with uh, uh, a French company, right? initially called Slamberge. And my payment journey actually started from Slamberge right after I graduated from the university. So you are a payment specialist. Well, I I I just like to I like to say I'm an active participant into the payment industry, but I I don't don't know if I could call myself uh uh, uh yeah. Before before we go back to the background of Tente uh, Global, uh, what is one thing that people don't know about you and you surprise them every time? I just understood that you speak French, for example, so I was very surprised. Uh yeah. Um, as a as a Chinese living in Asia. Probably most of people won't know that I do speak a bit of French. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, actually, it's because I worked in France before, in Paris. Um, and then another thing is I almost moved back to Paris again um, two and a half years ago. Okay. Um, it, it was because I eventually joined the Tempe Global. Okay. That's why I uh, keep myself and my family is in Singapore. Otherwise, I would have moved back to Paris. Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. Um, so you work for Tenpei. Tenpei is part of Tencent, right? And yes. Tencent is very famous in Asia and should be famous as well in, in Europe for video games, for example. Mm -hmm. uh, but can you give us an overview of what you are doing for Tenpei Global and what is the place of Tenpei Global inside the Tencent ecosystem? Okay. Um, yeah. Um, for, for most of people, probably you have heard the name of Tencent um, here or there, but uh, what Tencent doing exactly may not be necessarily well known to everyone. So I'd like to take this opportunity to give a bit of uh, introduction about 
Tencent mm-hmm. and the FIT from Tencent as well as the Tempe, right? So basically Tencent is uh, uh, one of the leading tech giant uh, originated from China. Um, and of course, we now we do deliver a lot of services globally. As Madin, you just mentioned, um, the video games, the games is one of the big segments, but we are also doing a lot of other things, social media, mm-hmm. right? The wishing and the WeChat, uh, outside of mainland, we call it WeChat, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, one of the largest social media across the whole world, right? And in China, of course, it's dominant, right? Um, and then uh, we also provide uh, cloud service, right? And then FinTech, uh, which we call it FIT. FIT actually stands for FinTech, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so we are the, indeed one of the leading uh, FinTech groups uh, in, in Asia, right? Um, to a certain extent in the, in the global uh, payment network, we are also playing a critical role. Mm-hmm. Then let's come to Tempe Global. So Tempe Global is the cross-border arm from the FinTech, uh, FIT group, right? So we are under the FIT group and we are specialized on the cross-border payments. Okay, um, if we want to deep dive a bit more on what you're doing with Tempe Global, can you share with us uh, what customer segment does Tempe Global uh, serves? Mm. And can you share with us also some details about how your solutions cater to each of the segments, if you have multiple segments? Well, uh, good question. Um, we do cover quite a bit of uh, different scenarios. Uh, let me try to explain it one by one mm-hmm. uh, in a simple way, right? So if you look at overall the business, right? The, the cross-border uh, payment is under the name, under the trademark of Tempe Global. And then under Tempe Global, we serve today. Well, because this is not a, a press release, it's mm-hmm. rather just a po- podcast. So I think I should talk about what we are doing today rather than what we're going to do or we will announce right, in, oh. uh, in the coming future. We can ask uh, that question later on the wow. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. So what we are doing today? So basically we're doing um, two uh, pillars or verticals. Right? One is uh, looking at the P2P remittance right, to help people to send money um, and basically to send money back to China. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, se- the second the vertical we are covering is on the B2B side, right? So you may call it the B2B remittance as well. So it's basically to be, uh, help the business uh, operations to move the money uh, cross-border. Okay. Right, so those are the two segments we are working on. And because of this, so uh, following the, the this structure, we will talk about what are the business segment, uh, what are the customer segments we are covering, right? So on the B2B side, uh, we cover mostly, right, mostly uh, is the the people living outside of mainland China okay. right, to send the money back to China uh, under different purpose. Of course, all those purposes should be approved by the regulators. Right? Um, so that's on the individual side. And then on the business side, we are helping mainly the uh, the medium, small businesses, uh, operators, right, on the e-commerce platforms as the sellers, right, to help them to manage the flows in and out uh, different countries, which means on the cross-border. We are also serving um, another particular segment on the student side, Mm -hmm. because for students, tuition payment is actually a fairly important 
uh, it brings a lot of value to the whole society and it's uh it's it, it continues growing segment right on the students so we are also serving those students and their families to pay the overseas tuition okay um another question will be uh, do you have only one solution for each of them or you have a suite of solutions and how that suite of solution can help the customer to do cross border payment uh, uh via tencent uh, pay or tenpay mm, okay So um, under the Tempeh Global, and uh, as I just explained, we have two different segments to cover, right? And then under those two different segments, we have different product uh, suites to, to support the different needs. Like on the P2P side, uh, we do have one uh, particular service to handle the uh, consumers directly or to serve the consumer directly. It's mainly to help the people from Hong Kong to send money back to mainland. Yeah, I try to do this when I buy some some uh, <coughs> things in a Taobao or websites. Yes, yes. So we have one uh, one particular service and product. Uh, we call it a We Remit. Mm-hmm. Right, we play with the word We. Right. So We Remit is our brand to for the consumers right to send money uh, directly from Hong Kong back to uh, back to mainland China, and uh, we also park our tuition fee services under this brand called We Remit. Okay. Because you can see the service is the same. We serve the individuals, which in that part is uh, uh, students and their families to send their, their tuition fees out of the country. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, then we have the second one, um, except Hong Kong, for the rest of the world, we actually use the, the, the we call it the, Tempe Global uh, Remittance Service, which is a B2B solution. So we go with the individual, uh, we, sorry, we go with the institutions, right? All those licensed uh, players in the overseas market to send the money back to China. We call the Tempe Global Remittance Service. So we remit and the Tempe Global Remittance Service all together serve our P2P area. Then another part, of course, is our Uh, uh, B2B area, right? Mm-hmm. So in the B2B area, we have another uh, set of services and under the name called the Tempeh uh, business. So the Tempeh business, the, the, the aim is indeed going around e-commerce platforms and the sellers are on the e-commerce platforms, OTA service providers, etc., etc., right? To help all those business operators to manage their flows on the cross-border area. Interesting, interesting. Do you have some example of how Tencent uh, can help to enhance the experience of the e-commerce platforms, for example, because you mentioned the ex- e-commerce platforms or uh, the personal remittance service for users? Well, yeah. Um, let me think about it. Huh? Well, what shall we... Uh, because there's a limited time. There are a lot of things so I can share. Maybe I just pick one example each for those segments. Maybe let's start with a P2P area which is uh, more directly linked with uh, the individuals, right? Um, the, when we think about remittance, right, we, we see often people take it as a, as a financial service, right? So it, it uh, and then people complain about the cost, the efficiency and the when and how we can get the money, et cetera, et cetera. So this is where we see if we could help and uh, contribute something there. 
especially leveraging on the strength of our whole ecosystem. Right? So when we launch our P2P remittance service, we have an idea whether we could whether we could make the remittance service somehow just like you send a social media message to your families. Because anyhow, after you send the money, you just need to inform mm-hmm. your recipient, right? Your families, your pr- friends, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we do a product innovation called ShareLink. How does that work? For example, for maybe you use uh, one of the your familiar app, right, on your mobile. You try to send the money. So when you uh, when they link with uh, with our Tempe Global Remittance Service, right, uh, you're gonna have a special feature there. So you will choose to send the money to uh, to your recipient's uh, WeChat account or the bank account mm-hmm. associated with WeChat, right? So that's normal, just as you send money uh, to someone. But after the transaction is done, you're gonna have a link, right? We call it a share link. Mm-hmm. So you click on the point, you click on the link, it will pop up, bring up the, the WeChat app. Then immediately you will be able to inform your families, your friends, the recipients in China, mm-hmm. telling them, that, hey, buddy, I send you something, or mommy or daddy, right? I, I send you something. Would you get the money? And then your recipient will simply click on the on the link, then they will get the money. It's just as simple. So the, the remittance service just become as simple as sending a social media message. We we think this probably is also one small example of the embedded finance, right? So we try to embed the financial services into something you use daily, right? So that you don't feel it's so cold, but rather it's something very close to your everyday. But on the other hand, we play a role, right? We make all the efforts to make sure all the compliance requirement is met, right? The AML uh, requirement is met, and also the KYC, KYB, all those so-called problems has been well managed. Right, so that you can enjoy this kind of customer journey. That's one of the example on our P2P area. Uh, it, it reminds me of what the Lacy when you send the money for Chinese New Year on the on WeChat, for example, uh-huh, uh-huh. and you can send the red Lacy and they can open and receive the money directly. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, in in China, well. It is in China, but it's actually also in quite a few countries, right? And um, Chinese New Year is uh, is a Hong Bao, right? Mm-hmm. Or An Bao in Southeast Asia, they call it, right? That would be one of a uh, uh, very uh, unique and uh, useful user case. And it's actually the same habit in other countries as well, right? People at the festivals, people try to send the, the in French, I say, you call it gadu, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the gifts. And then we see that um, that kind of small token, right, appreciation, can always be something embedded into your day-to-day social medias. And this is what we have done right, uh, uh, with our wishing uh, ecosystem. We hope this could be um, something interesting for the industry to explore together. It's, it's very interesting, especially because uh, I'm using uh, WeChat for a couple of years. Uh-huh. I have that crazy story, uh, like memory, sorry, uh, of me going to Shenzhen in 2016. And I saw someone, you know, homeless on the street asking for money. But in, in, instead of asking for cash, 
he had a QR code for the donation. So if you want to give him like, for example, a couple of RMB, you had to QR code, scan the QR codes he had, and he went to see his WeChat wallet and he could go for buy food or, or go to maybe a restaurant or whatever. Yeah. Well, um, so when, when we talk about payment, right? So I, 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 I quite echo what you just um, mentioned. Uh, the change or the fintech or the technology itself does bring a lot of change mm -hmm. to, the, to, the, to, the, to the life, to the lifestyles, to everyone. Um, and think about COVID, which just passed, right? Um, during the period of COVID, then we try to define what is uh, so-called essential services. Then people realize payments actually is essential services. You won't, won't be able to run away from it, right? Anywhere you go or, or anything you want to do, eventually it will somehow link with your payment. Mm -hmm. Then how can we make the payment more convenient, right? Uh, secure, but more convenient, right? And, uh, and just as, as smooth as it could be, that's an endless objective we, we should pursue, right? Yeah. I have a question because uh, we, we talk about a lot of concepts right now, but one of the concepts of the borderless payment that we mentioned at the beginning um, intrigued me a lot. Um, what is your de definition for you of borderless payment uh, and what it looks like from your perspective because you're operating in a really global payment uh, mm. platform right now? Well, my past journey on the payment side somehow um, uh, helped me to form my understanding of botless payments. I would say, first of all, botless payment, it's not, uh, it's not a, a done deal. It's rather a vision, right? So maybe let's step back a bit. Um, I would like to share one of the example I just had, right? When I on my way to, to Amsterdam for this event, right? So I took my flight. I was in the flight, but then there were a couple of things to be addressed. Right. How can I address the one I was in the flight? Luckily, we have something called the Wi-Fi on board. Mm -hmm. Right. So once you have the Wi-Fi, then you could manage the things wherever you are and whenever you are. So it would be the same idea for payments. Right. In the past, I remember when I arrived in France 20 years ago, right, when we talk about the, the using the credit card and we try to send money, etc., etc. There were a lot of problems. You need to manage the time. Bank closed. And I didn't know that the French banks closed that early. So even I, if I wanted to do something, I couldn't. But today, it becomes a reality, right? You could do things with your mobiles at any moment. Even middle of the night, you, you, you woke up and you wake up and you say, oh, hey, I forgot my, my mother's birthday is last night, right? Then you can quickly send he, her something and text her saying, hey, I'm still in traveling in another country, but it's midnight, so I'm not too late, etc., etc." right? So that's, I call it a vision. Mm -hmm. But then how, how can we make this vision to be a reality or to, to make the reality closer to the vision? It requests a lot of collaboration. I don't think one single company would be able to do it, right? Rather, we have to uh, go with the whole industry. Every partner needs to contribute. And uh, we are committed, Tencent and Tempe Global is committed to contribute positively into this vision. So if I ask you a question about that vision and to elaborate a bit more, mm. what are the strategies or technology you are leveraging to implement and contribute to that vision of product? Okay, so we, we have a unique understanding and our definition of our strategy, we call it a one plus one plus one. 
strategy. So what does that mean? The first one is what we can contribute, right? This is where the ecosystem of Tencent, FinTech, uh, WeChain and the WeChat, right? The overall, the whole strengths that from our group we could contribute, we call it the first one. What is the second one? The second one is we do believe uh, collaboration across the whole industry is the key, right? That's why we hold the idea. We have to be open and to call for all the partners to join this. This is called the second one. So what's the third one? Once you have our contribution, once we have our partners contribution, we need to find the real problem to be addressed. Mm -hmm. So this is where we hope that the, we, we should have a lifestyle scenario on different business cases for the individuals, but also for the businesses. Eventually, when you have our own contribution with our open-minded partners contribution with a real problem to be addressed, then we will make the uh, botless payment happen. If we, uh, you, you give us a very clear picture here. Um, one of the questions will be like focusing more on the challenges because it's where we learn the most and yeah. also we innovate more. Mm -hmm. uh, what technological advancement or regulatory change uh, do you anticipate for the future? And how it will impact the future of cross-border payment for you? Mm. The challenge is endless, and the advancement of technology is also endless, right? So we won't be able to conclude to say, hey, there's one to kill everything mm -hmm. or to fix everything. But at this point of time, if you look at what could happen, there are a couple of things could be fairly interesting, right? Uh, purely on the technology area, I would say AI probably can play a quite a significant role. When we talk about the payments, right, the, the big data, the data analysis, et cetera, et cetera, it actually requests a lot of uh, computing behind the scene. And AI could help. But of course, we understand while it is a powerful tool, it also needs to be managed properly. So eventually it's the people or the, uh, or the institutions who can use this powerful tool properly. The second one I think about is probably on the digital currency. Right? Because when we talk about the, the cross-border payments, the form factor and also the technologies on the digital currency side could be something very interesting. Right? It could change the business model or even the format of the cross-border payments. Um, and another one I would call is uh, red tech. Right? Uh, cross-border payments covers a lot of countries and the regions. So the, the red tech, is something happening fairly fast. Um, we recently got in touch with one of the leading universities in the world, right? So they actually approached us and uh, uh, asked for a potential cooperation on the RecTech side. We, we responded positively. Why? Because we believe the regulation should not be on the end of against the innovation, but rather they should be hand in hand. And this is where the red tech would play a very important role. Yeah. You spoke about digital currency, red tech, and another one, sorry, I forget. Oh, the AI? And the AI. Yeah, um, yeah correct. Um, how do you prepare yourself with TenPay to navigate those changes and continue mm. to innovate for the cross-border payment space? Okay. As I said, um, you know, the advancement of technology is endless, right? And mm. the, the challenges is also endless. So what we should do? First of all, we have to prepare ourselves in advance, right? I just brought up the example. 
right? One's a one's a one's a um, is a research institutions like the universities and any others, right? Once they go for those advanced areas, when they come to us, we keep ourselves open, right? We res we respond timely and openly, right? We want to go there, right? So that that means we want to prepare ourselves in advance. Second, I would just say, when you try to implement things, implement things um, properly, don't have to rush, right? Not always the new things, the, 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 the most advanced things is the best thing, right? We, we need to choose the right timing, right technology for the right scenario, right? So I think that's the second one. The third one, I think we always need to keep ourselves um, open-minded, right? Open-minded. And we need to understand while the technology advancement is endless, we also need to make sure we manage all those things properly. One of our group's uh, slogan is tech for good, right? So the advancement of technology is powerful, but we want to make sure they make good things happen. I see, I see. I, I prepared a lot of questions for you, but we are already like uh, almost at 30 minutes of this podcast. So I don't want to take too much of your time. Maybe I can just go to uh, maybe the last part of my question who looks like uh, on the on the future. I would like to ask you a couple of things about this. What is the future development of TenPay? You, you mentioned it at the very beginning that we need to speak about what you are doing now, but what you are doing yet. But yeah. uh, what is the future development of TenPay and what are you the most excited about? Um. Uh, again, another very good question, right? Um, I I am hesitating a bit because there are certain things I may not be able to share too early. Don't right? share now. <laughs> so maybe we can rather talk about um, some of our understandings about the industry, right? Okay. Uh, as well as what we are doing, right? So cover, today we are covering the, the remittance on the P2P side. We are also supporting the B2B side. But the cross-board payment is not only for that. Right. So eventually, when we look at what we want to contribute to the to the to the industry, right, we look at the, what our our users, right, or what are the potentially the, the users want. So individual side, I believe people are always looking for more efficient, right, and uh, uh, cost efficient, but also time efficient solutions to address their payment needs. This is uh, one of the areas we're gonna go, right. Uh, so, for example, um, can we facilitate uh, foreigners right, to help them to make payment more conveniently in some countries or eventually in most of the countries? Right? The second thing, um, if we talk about remittance, can we help those countries' markets with uh, um, keep improving regulation? So that while we make sure the compliance requirement is met, but the people's needs, increasing needs is also met. Right? Today, we know the Chinese uh, students' tuition payment needs is strong, but in the, some other part of the world, it's growing equally fast or even more faster. Right? Then uh, how can we help them? On the e-commerce side, the same. The cross-border trading keep growing, though the focus may be different or may change from time to time, right? Some markets will, will develop first and the other markets will follow afterwards. Mm -hmm. So those are all the areas we want to address and help, right? So basically 
how the economy evolves, the payment will evolve, and the cross-border payment will evolve, and then we will just follow. And we just want to make sure the, the advanced technologies that we have, the capability and the capacity that we have will be able to contribute positively to those kind of chains. Thank you very much. Uh, where people can learn more about Tencent uh, Play, uh, global latest development and, and services and get involved with your services? Sure, of course, uh, we have our website right, from Tencent, also from Tencent FIT, you have all those uh, latest updated news. And uh, if uh, you'd like to follow my uh, LinkedIn, sorry, so you can just search wenghui.yang, so it's W-E-N-H-U-Y. Uh, space Y-A-N-G right and then you will find me and then I will share the latest news from time to time okay perfect uh, do you have any final thoughts or message you'd like to share with the listener today um, I think uh, we are trying fairly hard to contribute positively to the industry mm-hmm. but on the other hand we understand we we probably is kind of lack of communication to the rest of the world right and so we are quite open to listen to everyone's uh, ideas, suggestions to what we should do, how we can improve. We understand that we are doing good things, but we can always make it better. So just help us to make ourselves better. Perfect. I had many, many questions for you, but I think the, the party at this uh, Money 2020 Amsterdam is starting right now. Uh, so I don't want to keep you too long with us. And I know some, some of the people listening right now are leaving the space. Uh, thank you very much for today. It was a pleasure to have you, Wenhe. Uh, I hope we can meet again and do a second part of this interview because I still have a lot of questions for you. Sure, thank you very much, Mandy, and also for the, all the audience here. Thanks for your patience, right? And uh, enchanté. Enchanté again. Uh, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.